Welcome to our latest episode of Stepping Into CI's Every Other Weekly Podcast. So bi-monthly? Yeah, bi-monthly. bi-monthly. Yeah, not bi-weekly. Not bi-weekly. Oh my goodness, no. All right, so um, I am Rachel Ash. I'm here with Miriam and Bob Patrick. And um, we are here to talk today about getting into routine and classroom routines, things that help us um, help our students um, and and the routines that we have in our classes. So um, there is a lot to talk about, and some of us have more to say than others, and we will see how this goes. So, right. I want to go ahead. Salute plurimum. <laughs> That's my magister craft impersonation. Oh, and, you know, it's the the kids that I have for I I I don't ever start. I I've never. Just never done it. I tried, what? and I was awful at it, so I never do it. But I know a lot of Latin teachers start the class, and I hear, I hear you in the hallway here, Keith in the hallway. I've heard you do it. Everybody, I've heard everybody else do it. Salute! I can't do that. Oh, I do. I, I do. do. <laughs> I, it's, it's my wake up and pay attention to Absolutely. me. Absolutely, every day. I can't do it. <laughs> Um, and when they leave, I say Wale. Oh, see, now that I do, that I do. When uh, the bell rings and I say Wale, I say goodbye to them as they walk out the I door. Think that, that speaks exactly to one of the, the points that I'm sure we're going to make, which is that this has to be personal to what works best yeah. for you. Yeah, no, it really does. Well, and and mine, mine is now down to a science. My kids know what to expect, and you know they know what to get on what days and what we start with and what we end with. They kind of they kind of know all that. But I thought we'd start with why we don't or why 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 we don't do daily routines as the in reasons the reasons not, not to do it okay <laughs> um, the reasons that don't support it right there we okay. go the reasons right. that don't support it um and i like the first one you have on our notes that you put down or actually i think i put it down and then you yeah. put a note behavior control in my opinion routines are not meant to be behavior control there is some benefit to it in that you don't you end up not wasting time on transitions because the kids know what to do. Right. But routines should, in my opinion, should never be used for behavior control because it doesn't work. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't work and it can create hostility. You know, oh. you must write down this and this and this. Why? Because it's our routine. Mm-hmm. It, that oh, yeah. never no, goes I, well. I've always hated the idea that the header on your paper is worth 15% of your grade. Oh, oh. Well, not even actually worth 15% of your grade. It's just that you'll get 15 points knocked off if yeah. you mess up. Right, right. You know? Well, you know, those kinds of things. I mean, and, and there could be, look, we could spend the whole time talking about these kinds of things. <laughs> but a lot of those kinds of things, if, if, if I start class with a particular routine and I expect every head to drop and every pencil to be picked up and notes to be taken, what what I'm really after there is exerting some sort of control. Right. In the sense that I have control. And as the teacher in the room, sure, I'm supposed to be in charge of what's happening, and I am. But it's worth checking our motivations to say, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Is it to give me a sense of being in control? 
And if so, that's worth examining. It's, it doesn't necessarily mean bad, bad, bad. It just means pay attention to that. Right. And think, could I accomplish some things if I had a different motivation better? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, again, that goes back to stuff that we've been learning I see you fiddling with your book. I am fiddling with my book for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the book I'm fiddling with is for white folks who teach in the hood and the rest of y'all too. Reality, pedagogy, and urban education by that Christopher Emden. Is a title. That a is title. a title. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's not part of our notes, but I. Um, spoiler alert! I'm ahead of where we're supposed to be in the book. Yeah. And I'm on chapter six, I think it is, which is on, or chapter four, which is on cogenerative dialogues and which speaks directly to this. And it says that this piece of evidence is that it's not these things. It's not this control factor. Like, and I, and and we see it all the time in all, in a lot of schools that you can look them up. Um, But like, you know, this whole idea of if they wear uniforms, Mm -hmm. if every class be, you know, this and this and this and this, then we'll get them. But the evidence doesn't show that. Rather, it shows that by honestly what he's getting at in this chapter is building community by allowing a free space for discussion and for honesty and openness. Then we build community and behavior doesn't, isn't an issue. Well, and I think that that kind of, you know, I'm 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 reading along where we're supposed to be in the study because I find if I go too far ahead I tend to forget what I wanted to say. Yeah, that's why but, I have sticky notes <laughs> so that I won't forget. I'm just writing directly in the book because yeah. I like that. But <laughs> but uh, what I am finding is is it's a similar thing where they he's talking about this moment you know where uh, a girl it you know she. She is prepared for class. She is doing what she's supposed to do, just mm-hmm. not in the way that everybody else, mm-hmm. not in the way the teacher wants. Yep. Not, you know, she's not following the routines that the teacher wants. They, the teacher wants her to have her own paper and everything out on the desk and mm-hmm. be in her seat when the bell rings. Oh, yeah, no, I remember but that she's piece. she's supposed to be right there. But she considers <clears throat> herself, she's there. She's at class. Yeah. You know, so it's just a difference yeah. of perspective. Sometimes. Well, and I think we, and so, I, at least I know that I see that here too yeah. at our school. Kids who come in the door right after the bell mm-hmm. and they go, well, I was at the door. Right. In, in, and honestly, in my mind, that's not on time. However, it also isn't necessarily late. Right. It's like this, this gray area. Mm-hmm. My, my general rule is, and I always stand outside for about 10 seconds after the bell if you Fine. get in, if you get in the room before me, you're good. <laughs> My rule is generally if I can see you, and I can see you're trying, mm-hmm. we're good. Now, because our campus is pretty sprawling, also, mm-hmm. and it I is. have a lot of underclassmen, and most of their classes are actually on the on office the side right on the ace, yeah. Field. So as long as I can see you and I see that you're trying. Mm-hmm. Now, if I see you and you're like hanging out with your friends and like jogging around like with them and hanging out you know yeah that, that's like, a problem right thing. that's different but like if you're if you're trying to get to me mm-hmm. we're cool yeah no so, exactly and everyone has days where you know you just don't make it on time right. and that's not a big deal to me but but that's and but i and that actually leads me to something else that i that i knew but didn't know or didn't realize was part of this we all use the daily engagement assessment and I know that we've all reevaluated pieces of that over the years. Yeah. But there are some pieces on that that we consider routine that are also, in some aspect, 
Yeah, they're not posted. Mine are not okay, posted. Looking she's, looking, she's looking around my room. Mine are not posted this yeah, year because re- I took them down. I was going to refer to it to, to help define what it was for Yeah, so it's generally speaking, it is um, be present and on time, uh, sitting square. And you. a lot of people keep eye contact on the list. That's one of the reasons why I took it down was to remove eye contact from the list. For those students who cannot do that. Well, yeah, and really what I've explained to them, what that means is that I need to be able to see your eyes. You don't have to hold my gaze, but I need to be able to see them. Like if your eyes are closed, we have a problem. If your eyes are, you know, okay, if your eyes are closed for an extended period of time, especially if you're snoring, we have a problem. (laughs) Um, You know, if your eyes are consistently down and you're reading your history book, we have a problem. Um, So, you know, so I took it down to reword some things, but there are pieces of that that can easily become about control and Mm -hmm. less about routines that help us do well and acquire language. You know, one of the things that um, that I, I, I'm 29 years teaching and I'm constantly revisiting this issue. Um, schools are um, swimming in behaviorism. Mm-hmm. We, we just were given a survey to take at, at our school recently and every single question on there was focused on behaviors yep. of students and what we do about them and how we plan on them and how we consequence them and how we reward them and it was all about behaviors if you do nothing at all and walk into any school in this country it is going to be swimming in behaviorism that's what a modern american education has become Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty opposed to behaviorism um that doesn't mean that certain behaviors aren't needed or worthwhile but but to 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 approach working with a group of people and make behavior the the sort of core is to miss the people right right back to that i just had a kid out for oss again i know again this is the second time this year he's he's kicked out of school for tardies Uh, Mm. how is that fixing the problem right right no it, it, it yeah so so behavior 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 consequence without any real inquiry into what's really going right. on. Right, right. So what I, the point that I have been belaboring to get to is it strikes me that trust is um, trust is a um, a routine. Yeah. Trust no, itself, it is. Yeah. building trust itself is a routine. And, uh, and there are lots of ways that we may be able to do that. Um, but what strikes me is that, you know, we, we've pretty much gotten to the point in our comprehensible input Latin program where we don't announce assessments anymore. No. Um, and announcing an assessment, announcing a test, is sort of standard in the behaviorism of schools to say, there's a test on Friday, you better do your homework, you better mm-hmm. study, you better memorize, you better whatever it happens to be. In other words, announcing a test is supposed to invoke a whole series of behaviors right. that good students do and bad students don't do. So if we think of trust as um, a routine, then mm-hmm. what happens over time is that if you trust the process that I've set up for us to do today, mm-hmm. you know that when I tell you as you walk in the door, yeah, we're having an assessment today, that it's because you're ready for it. Yep. And there's so there's there's less anxiety. So I've done that this week. I've given now today's Wednesday. I've given three assessments this week that we've been building toward for nine weeks. Mm-hmm. And it and I, and I told them last week, I said, guys, you all are ready. So next week, I'm going to have some assess- assessments prepared. 
and you'll be just know that you'll be ready for them. So they came in Monday and I, and, and I started to hand it out. What, what, we're having a test? And I said, well, yeah, but you're ready for it. The, the average across Latin three was a 92. Right. That's the good. Average, yeah. The average was a 92. Right. Um, and the three people out of the 95 that I teach in Latin three who did not do well mm-hmm. already have made plans with me to revisit and redo some right. work. Yep. So point being, there's a trust can be trust building can be a routine. No, it is. And that's a routine that I'm working with. I have a class of students who have had somebody else and now they have me. And so there is an as there has to be an aspect of trust building because I'm this different Latin teacher who could, you know, make things really difficult. And I gave an assessment recently and um, I said I handed it out and a whole bunch of them went, what? And I said, you're ready. And they said, are you sure? And I said, I wouldn't be giving it if you weren't. And I haven't done the average, but I graded them today. And, and they were, for the most part, very, very nicely done. Good. So, I mean, no, trust is absolutely part of it. There's what I put one other why not. And then I want to talk about what we do, yeah, what we do do. Yeah. Wasting time. If part of your routine or all of your routine, and this changes day to day, for me at least, it changes day to day. But if part of it is not compelling, if it is a waste of time, cut it. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. don't, yeah. just don't put it in there. And I mean, and it, and it can honestly change from class to class. Like I'll do something in the first period, first period. And I'm like, you know what? That sucked. So you know what? We're not going to do it in second period. And you know, if we're, if we've got something on the agenda that is going to cut into something and it's, I feel like it's more compelling or more important, we're going to do that instead. So yeah. So don't waste it. So I want to move to what we do, what we do, yeah. do. What we do. What do. are our routines? What are our routines? Rachel, uh, you want to start? Uh, I'm going to change mine up just a little bit. Uh, you mean what's from on the notes? Yes, because I did that's say not routine. I'm super basic. Um, because no, I do have I do have like a basic start to my day. Um, I walk in, I say it's the hallway day. I always put energy into that. I do. Um, partly because I need to wake them up and I need to throw all this energy at them and, and f- them, I want, need them to feel like I want to be there. Mm-hmm. So I start with this big open and I start with ho die est mm-hmm. and you know, today is whatever day it is. So I do the day, I do the weather and I do, how are you? Mm. And some of them volunteer it. Some of them I pull from them. And if they say Molly, I ask them a little bit more right. light. Um, because usually they don't want to open up about like something heavy, but usually it's something like, is it school related? Do you have a lot of tests? Usually it's tests. Um, always tests. If they're willing to open it up and talk about it in from the class, it's usually testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk about myself, mm-hmm. how I'm doing, you know, it's bene. Usually mm-hmm. sometimes it's fessy. Mm-hmm. I'm often tired and I'll just tell them when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, because they need to know that oh, yeah. I also deal with. Well, and if we expect them to come to us and tell us when they're having a day, then yeah. we need to be open about that too. Yeah. And yeah. when I'm sick, I tell them I'm sick, you know, like I just go ahead and straight up and say it because that also lets them know that I'm not just going to give them pat answers. I'm going to go ahead and tell them how I'm doing. It also means they hear more from me than just, Oh, bang. Yeah. Right. Leo. You know, they hear some different options for me. Mm-hmm. So, so I will tell them that. And then we move into what we're doing for the day. Right. Um, but that way they kind of have a little bit of opener. They get into Latin space, hopefully. 
that's really what the purpose of all of that is for me is to get them into Latin space. And then we move into Latin space and then we get started. Right. Um, but talking about all the stuff we were talking about, there's other routines I do that I didn't think about. Ah. Which are things that are the trust building. Surprise stuff. routines. Surprise. Just like day-to-day stuff. Checking in with kids. Right. Anytime a kid is, kid's behavior is yep. changing, mm-hmm. how are you? Person to person. In English, because that mm-hmm. feels oh, yeah. to them and it feels more meaningful to them. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Absolutely. Because you aren't acting like your normal self today. Mm-hmm. That any time. If I happen to know something's really important to a kid, hey, how did the game go last weekend? I didn't yeah. get to go, but I know you were really, really worried about that one. Mm-hmm. You know? Just all those little check-ins, that's so important, and that builds all that trust. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, that's one of the routines I do. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, when you're talking about that, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I do all the trust-building stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, that's super important. Yep. All and it all the counts. know that we care. Yeah, absolutely. So. I put that on basic, but I'm not. Um, I do a routine every day. I do have, I guess, starting routines, but, again, I vary them. So I always start with um, the cell phone routine, particularly with the ones and the twos who need the reminders. (laughs) Um, And we have a little chant. We have our little hand signals. And it's just, and it, it, you know, you were talking about getting into Latin space. That kind of reminds them that I don't really play the cell phone game and they need to be reminded of that. Um, Then we do the day, we do the Hodier Est and we walk through it. My ones are still working on it. My twos are getting better and my fours can say the date like they're, and they just speed through it. They don't even need me for it. Um, in fact, there are some days where there was one day where I was late to the room. And as I'm walking down the hallway, I hear them going, doing the date in Latin and doing the weather. And I just like stood by the door for like 10 minutes and just listened to them talk about what they were doing. So, I mean, that's, that's, I guess, my ultimate goal for a routine is that they don't need me to do it anymore. Um, then we do the weather and that's usually very quick unless, you know, like when Florence came through, we spent some time talking about Florence. We looked at radars and maps and we talked about directions. Um, but then the other thing I do is on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we do free voluntary reading. And that's super important to me. If I had to keep one routine and cut everything else, I would keep free voluntary reading. That's what I would keep. Um, and then on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, we do a news item. Let's just back to, up for a minute. You yeah. don't, just for people's um, knowledge, you don't do FVR all period long, do you? No. What do you do? My ones have not yet started. They're not ready. My twos are up to seven minutes, and my fours are at 15. My first period could probably go to 20 minutes. But my second period's not quite ready for that yet. So we're sticking to 15 minutes right now. Cool. Uh, but yeah, no, 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 not not the whole period. And on Fridays, we do book club, which essentially is I go up and I go, okay, who's reading what? Where are you in the book? And I've read all the books. So that when they say, oh, I'm in chapter four or, oh, I just got to the part where X, Y, Z, I can go, oh, my God, I love that part. Or what did you think of X? And that actually builds a lot of interest in the books and gets them excited about it again. So when they're doing FBR on Monday and Wednesday, they're mm-hmm. reading for, say, seven minutes. And is it then is it just over? Do you have them do any writing about it? It's is just it, over. It's just over. It's okay. just so over. There's different models. There is. And yeah. I have experimented with different models, including having them do some writing and some discussion. And what I have found is that um, it becomes, in for my kids, 
too similar to a language arts class. Yep, yep. yep. And that's not why they're here. So mm -hmm. I've got to keep it, you know, light and fun and everything. Um, the news, I try to keep it real. I try to keep it current. Mm -hmm. And I try to keep it something that I think will be compelling to them. So we do, we did Florence. We've talked about that. We've talked about tragedies. Um, we talked about, for this year, it's been a lot of fire. We talked about a lot of fires. And um, every once in a while, if I find something really unique, I like to throw that in, like, how goats and sheep help prevent forest fires, uh -huh. uh, which they all got really into. So, I mean, that's that's kind of what I do. But I also do the trust building that we were talking about. Last week, I asked my kids, if, if there was something you wish I knew about you, what would it be? Like, what do you wish I knew? And they went with that. And I learned a lot about my kids. On my most recent assessment with the twos, a bonus question. What's going on today? Uh -huh. Tell me what's happening. Um, I have kids that um, get real, like I, I'm not, I don't share a lot about my personal life, but I keep things out. Like my desk is a little messy right now, but I have my journal out and I have my pens and my coffee and some little decorations. And it's surprising how just having those few things out will draw kids in and start to talk to me and actually build trust because they see that, oh, I have interests too. And I have these things. So, I mean, I do, I do all of those things as well. So cool. yeah, cool. that's what I do. My uh, my routines are maybe a little more generalized. When I teach lower levels, I absolutely do the day, the date, the month, mm -hmm. uh, the season, the weather. And actually, in Latin three, we may be doing some more of that, but I'm not doing that right now. Um, it's a it's a greeting, saluete, omnes, um, and then we jump right into whatever my first uh, planned activity is. Mm -hmm. The the routine that I have right now in Latin three is with a 52-minute class, I have I have two or three, sometimes four activities planned with a brain break between each one. So if I've got three activities planned and I've got two brain breaks to divide them, mm -hmm. we do whatever the activity is. It might be, uh, so for instance, we just finished up doing a unit on uh, Roman festivals. We focused on four different Roman festivals. We used, I referenced them earlier, Magister Crafts, um, uh, some of his videos on... Uh, Lupercali and Perilia, Saturnali and Equus October. And so this last week I had, uh, as soon as, as soon as everybody was seated and the bell rang, I started the video on uh, uh, Saturnalia, um, which we had already been working with. So we simply watched it all the way through. I think it's three minutes. Um, as soon as it ended, lights came up. I passed out copies of a reading on Saturnali in Latin that I had prepared for them, and we did partner read, kind of volleyball partner read. And then, so the video and the, the partner read took about 15 minutes total, then we did a brain break. And I made up a brand new brain break for that day. I really like, especially at the upper level, brain breaks that continue to be in Latin. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to brain breaks that aren't in Latin, and I do plenty of those. but. Um, I just, this one, this one just came to mind as I was driving the other day. So um, I had already planned, I had a bag full of stuffed animals and we've all got stuffed animals in our room. So right. there are never a shortage of those. And I had pre-selected colors. Um, and so um, I, we divided into three teams and it was sort of like the, the thing you all have seen. It, it's called telephone or it's called gossip oh. where you give a message to the first person and they have to pass it on. Uh -huh. Well, the message was, and it was on the board, hoc animal est colore blank. And so I would go to the first person, 
hand them the animal, Pokanimal asked Colore Weedy Day and mm-hmm. hand it to them. And they had to tell hand the animal on and pass that message along until it got to the end of that team's line and the last person could return the animal as long as they could say it to me correctly. Ooh. If they couldn't say it correctly, they had to go back into their team and find somebody who could okay. help them say it correctly and then they could turn it in. And so I launched about three or four stuffed animals in every team. Uh-huh. And the first team that got them all turned in correctly was the winner. I mean, there was nothing to win. It was just it was just for the oh, fun I of it. Oh, I love this. But they did too. They loved <laughs> it too. Um, we had never done it before. It was totally made up, you know, like, the, like on my way to work that morning. And it went really, really well. And it was, for me, in a routine, the kind of thing that a brain break is supposed to be. It's supposed to be so other mm-hmm. from what we were doing right. that that brain really gets a rest right. and engages in something else. I mean, sometimes I do brain breaks and it, it seems like more of a burden than a break. Yeah, and so that's it's always like, my concern. It's like, Some of the okay. brain breaks to me seem like they're just more work yeah and, yep. and so we need to rethink that in terms yeah. of our routines but anyway i definitely so, when it comes to brain breaks listen to what the kids tell me are their favorites or what's interested in them right. um there's one in particular it's never their favorite when we start but they always like it by the end but i like it because it builds trust it's called switching places stand up raise your hand if you are wearing blue today or whatever mm-hmm. i like to throw in raise your hand if you had breakfast this morning Mm. And I like to find out because, I mean, especially in the afternoons, which kids haven't eaten yet today? Yeah. Who's looking a little sluggish? Raise your hand if you have one test today, two tests today, three tests today. And it, it's a sense of community because, like, they'll raise their hands. They'll go, oh, me too, man. Me too. And then they trade places and, you know, so. I. So but it's a social, emotional kind of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I like those a lot just because it builds community, but it also serves to kind of reset as well. But in terms of the routine, I mean, just think about it. If you've got three activities that take about 15 minutes each out of a 52-minute class, that's 45 minutes. That only leaves seven minutes mm-hmm. to do anything else, including mm-hmm. brain breaks. So really, three 15-minute activities are too long. Yeah. Three 10-minute activities is 30 minutes, which leaves 22 minutes, and that allows for some of the other things that we've been talking about, checking in with yeah. students, doing a brain break that takes a little bit more time, Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. Well, and that's, and I think that speaks to why we have to be flexible. You know, I'm not going to cut free voluntary reading time short. I see too many benefits of it. But if I know we got some important stuff to do, that might be what we do. Yeah. We might skip yeah. the weather and the date that day because this right. other thing is more important. Um, well, it's not like you're not getting input. Well, exactly, and that's and that's what what speaks to it for me. For, with that is if is that is that there's input and like with the weather. You know, if I say you know quinam is tempestas hodier, and the answer is Humida. and nobody has anything else to offer great it's humid and they can usually look at my hair and tell so mm. i mean like you know i'm not gonna like especially with those kinds of routines that be- can become so repetitive so quickly i'm not gonna push them for extra yeah unless i've got something up my sleeve to yeah. make it more yeah. compelling yeah. so okay. um very quickly do are there any favorite i know that john piazza has a whole thing on routines that he does yep and didn't Lance put some things out on routines as well? I think I think maybe the two of them have been working on some um, some routines. I don't know that they would use the word routines, but it's the um, is it? Oh, I've forgotten the acronym. 
but yes, they're working on those kinds of things. Okay. And and, and sort of packaging those things. That's mm-hmm. not even the right word, but sort yeah. of packaging those kinds of things. You know, we were talking about, you and I were talking yesterday, and John and I have talked extensively about this. Um, there are certain uh, demographics of kids, um, and, and that's a whole conversation by itself, but there are certain demographics of kids, or let's just say certain mixes of classrooms, where having something for them to have their hands on almost minute oh, by minute right, right. makes a huge difference right. because mm-hmm. it, it helps focus. You've, you've yeah, dealt with that. I've talked about that before, um, where, you know, there's a lot of classes that you can do movie talk with and they are totally engaged. Right. And then you'll still have that one class where you still have to put something in their hands. Yeah. While you do the movie talk. Yeah. 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 And even, I mean, this is what we were talking about yesterday, you know, having a class, you know, if you have slow processors in a class, they might need more reinforcement or Mm -hmm. even more regular, (coughs) you know, small group or one-on-one instruction. And so having a class where there is an understood routine of, we do this together now yeah. you do this in small groups or by yourself yeah. can be right. can be really helpful. Um, I know we did a blog post on this. We did a blog post on daily routines. I know Martina Bex talks a lot about um, routines and Tina Tina. Oh, Guardian. yes, she has actually videos of doing her calendar stuff and her weather stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, those are all routines as well. And if I've got a little time at lunch, I might try and link some of those in this presentation. Um, next time is multicultural classrooms. Yay! Cool. Which I believe you're leading. Oh, well, then or you're extra, leading. Extra Someone's leading. Feel really excited about that. No, I am actually excited about. Yeah, that. no, I think it's going to be a really good discussion. I think we have a lot to talk about. I just want to repeat the title of the book we referenced um, because it speaks to what we're going to be talking about next, next time, time as well. Um, again, this is a Christopher Emden's book uh, for white folks who teach in the hood and the rest of y'all too: reality, pedagogy, and the and urban education. Um, I, for me personally, the book started slow, but it's picked up really fast, and I'm 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 quite enjoying it. Clearly, because I'm reading ahead without realizing that I'm doing it. I so. like the book, um, and I like what it has to say. It says I think a lot of things that we already kind of knew, but it's nice to have it said and and organized. Absolutely. So thank you guys for joining us, and I hope that you'll join us next time. Bye. Bye.